Hey, does anybody want a uh, cup of freedom with their health care? Or is that a shot of freedom? I don't think we need to do a shot, but a cup might be good. We're going to talk freedom health care with Julie Wentz in hour one here on the Robert Scott Bell Show coming up. Also, uh, how many of y'all are concerned about flu? Probably not enough of you. So let's see what kind of fear porn they can throw out at you. We'll counter it all. And in hour two, of course, we broadcast live simulcast with Brideon.tv. Uh, I got something. I saw something I got to reveal. And it relates to the PCR test. After all of this time, have I been more right than ever or am I wrong about the PCR test? Stay tuned. You'll find out if Super Don lets me. Why is woke considered the new handmaiden of totalitarianism? Ooh, that gets very heady, but we're going to try and uh, go there. Also, top 10 addictions this holiday season that you want to counteract with some Crave Kicker and Elon Musk's pronouns causing somebody to go apoplectic by the name of Hotez. Ho, ho, Hotez. That and a whole lot more on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Gather around. Go to robertscottbell.com slash listen. Get in on the chat room, and we'll chat with you guys and gals out there wherever you are and crank up this healing party right about now. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. Is anybody seriously considering uh, at this point getting a booster? And when you say booster, you all know what I mean. The only thing that people are boosting, if they're boosting anything, at all is their uh, chances of, of, of dying, uh, of undisclosed, sudden onset of manifestations of a lot of cardiac events and other things. And I know that you in this audience are well beyond that. It's not something you're succumbing to, that fear, porn, and propaganda. And again, kudos to all y'all because you've come through, as many have recognized, one of the most profound and powerful propaganda campaigns in the history of mankind with more onslaught and assault than uh, the kind of propaganda campaigns that, you know, were poster driven back in the day, maybe a little bit of radio driven back in the day, but not to the extent that they have uh, done in this lifetime at this time. And yet uh, they're still trying to uh, voice boosters, get boosted. You probably will see like maybe on billboards around the country, your local state department or what we call departments of health, could be a state level or it could be a even local municipality, state level stuff. Not even talking federal. Uh, basically pumping up through propaganda campaigns like on billboards or PSAs on radio that they're probably even buying. Get boosted. It's your best chance of success getting through this. And, and of course, when they talk flu shots, which we will this hour, um, the disaster is that only half of you are afraid enough to get one. Maybe. Which is a good thing. So welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show, where the water is warm, even if it's snowing outside. It's not contaminated with glyphosate or synthetic mRNA made by man. So definitely not God. And I'm glad you're here. we got a lot to do, including talking about freedom and health care, the, com- the combination of freedom health care. Julie Wentz is scheduled to join us this hour as well to talk about that future and make it now. And there are a lot of you working on parallel uh, pathways if you will, parallel pathways back to sanity in healthcare, which is long since abandoned health. And there's very little care in it, especially when it comes to government investment, government uh, indoctrination, certainly government endorsement, government propagandizing. 
there's a lot of things that has uh, have been passing for science that I have pointed out for 23 now, almost approaching my 24th year in broadcasting, nearly 30 years as a natural healer, if you will, as a homeopath. Things that we point out in the peer-reviewed medical literature, sometimes it's pretty profound when it's not that controversial. And my honey's bringing me my tea. Thank you, honey. You're so lovely. Look at that. She's Those of you who got to watch online, she's wearing a beautiful pink sweater today. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have my yerba mate, and I think I added some organic peppermint in it. So that's my lovely drink of choice during the show. But I look back at the scientific peer-reviewed medical literature, of which I've read many articles. I've not read nearly as many as Judy Mikovits or others. I'm not here to brag about it, but I'm just saying along the way of my journey to learn about natural medicine and natural health and healing, I actually dove in to a lot of peer-reviewed medical literature, whether it be through books that reference it or going actually to the medical journals, largely online, but sometimes, you know, you can have access to those things in libraries to read. To, to find out, you know, what can we find here that, that may be legitimately moving our understanding of, of our bodies, of health, of the natural world around us and within us versus that which is an agenda paid for, you'll say by the government, but captured agencies or captured people like useful, dangerous idiots like the criminal Anthony Fauci. This guy... Apparently, if we're to hear about what uh, Elon Musk is saying through Twitter, says he's got some goods on this guy, and you'll learn about the pronouns of Musk later, just to offend the last few remaining people who haven't been offended in the Robert Scott Bell Show audience. I'm bringing up the science and the sciences because it's, you know, it. it I'm kind of a science nerd. I'm a, a little bit of geeky about it. And you know what? I admit it. I mean, I know you can't tell by looking at me. I hear I am hearing you laugh right now. I am. But I, I really do appreciate the sciences and I've you know always gravitated towards them. But when I find the sciences being abused for the purposes of, of economic gain, which economic gain in and of itself is not evil or bad, but when it's done through fraud and deception, except you know, et cetera, through monopoly, uh, then it's it's no longer utilizing a true scientific method. It's using methods that are going to result in outcomes that those entities that funded it will profit from. And it's not enough that they get to de deceive you with scientific uh, papers that are not legitimate, not validated, and that could easily, easily be dismantled if anybody had the guts to do it. Certainly they had the minds to do it, but the guts to do it, they find they'll, they'll probably be out of their jobs They'll never get another scientific grant as long as Fauci has anything to say with it, much less whoever is going to replace Fauci. You found that the control of science through economics is very powerful. And, and, and peer pressure didn't end in high school. The peer pressure of the other scientists going, don't, don't, don't go there. Don't you dare go there. You, you, you're going to get ostracized. You're going to be drummed out. They might use your last name as a verb like they did to Wakefield or Duesberg or Semmelweis or, you know, fill in the blank of these historical figures that, uh, revealed an, uh, an observation that went against the consensus science or religiosity of science of the day. Copernicus, anybody? Galileo, anybody? It's going on forever, and it still goes on today. Why am I banned on YouTube and Spotify? Because I dare to say the Earth is not the center of the universe, and that you might ought to wash your hands 
after uh, cutting up on cadavers and then going to deliver a baby. Or that HIV tests have no valid standard. And the claim that HIV is the cause of AIDS is completely unverified, not validated. No sound science to validate it. And the tests themselves are crap. On and on it goes. And so we open up the stories today from the Defender at Children's Health Defense. And the headline reads, COVID booster mandates for young adults will cause net harm. Oh my gosh. The booster mandates are going to destroy the internet. Wait, is that what they mean? Net harm? Internet harm? No, I don't think that's what they mean. But it could. If word gets out that people are not wanting the COVID boosters, it might destroy the internet as we know it because now Elon Musk is not censoring us, those of us who have a different view than the World Health Organization, the CDC, Anthony Fauci, the Biden cronies, etc. But the British Medical Journal is reporting this. COVID booster mandates for young adults will cause harm, basically. More harm than, than good. Any potential benefits, subheadline reads, of the COVID-19 booster failed to outweigh the harms for young people ages 18 to 29. This, according to a peer-reviewed study published Monday in the BMJ Journal of Medical Ethics. Now, medical ethics is an oxymoron for most of you in the medical field. No, actually, if you're here, you probably have a, a concept that, you know, ethics, even morality, play a role, an important role in holding back the madness of medical man in experimenting on innocent people, much less children in this case. And so for the British Medical Journal to publish this, is, you know, this is a fascinating thing, is I, I kind of railed against a lot of the peer-reviewed medical literature and how it's compromised and corrupted. Yet to reveal something like this at the BMJ level does not win friends and influence Peter Hotez's. So it's a serious thing if they actually publish this. And I wonder, how did this get through unless it's so ridiculous that they can no longer contain and constrain the reality that these COVID jabs are an unmitigated, death-inducing disaster? I, ju I just heard about another uh, event within the last, I think, couple of days of an American Eagle out of Chicago flying out. And this is not an Eagle, but it's a brand. I think it's associated with American Airlines out of Chicago. It's one of those smaller planes, Georgettes, and took off. And within minutes, the pilot was dead and had recently received, within the last day, day or two or three, a COVID booster. And yet the reports coming out of all of these strange, mysterious, sudden deaths within the piloting community, the flight attendant community, when they reach the public airways, when they reach the newspapers, when the reports are filed by the FAA, there's no mention of the history of a COVID jab or booster. How or why would that be the case? You think that they'd want to sleuth if they are concerned about you, about the health of the flying uh, public, the safety of the public, safety of the planes, the airlines themselves would want to reveal exactly what's going on here or a potential connection between the jabs and the deaths. But it shows you as what's being revealed via the Twitter files, how much our government, if you can call it that, has been purchased, bought, completely controlled by the pharmaceutical industrial complex, which is playing itself out through World Economic Forum, uh, let's say desires of global domination and world communism, as well as Agenda 2030, Agenda 25, the movement towards transhumanism. It's all connected, it's all related. Not a theory, the playbook is out there for all to read if you just would dig a little bit below the surface and find the documents that they reveal.
I feel seriously sorry for anybody that succumbed to the peer pressure for any reason. This is not an, a, a, a judgment on any of you who have taken the jabs or the shots or the boosters. But please accept my profound prayers that you do not succumb and become a victim of suddenly died or died suddenly. I'm, I'm serious. I don't want harm to come to you. It is not our, we don't dance on the graves of people that got shots just because we pointed out from the beginning, this would be a disaster and dangerous and deadly. And if we can help, if I can help, I want to do it. And I, and I continue to talk to anybody who will listen, including those who would interview me about strategies that will actually help and recover the endothelial tissue that's been damaged, the heart tissue that's been damaged, among other tissues that are damaged by spike proteins, graphene, oxide, all of these things, counteracting it the best way we know how. Whether it be the cardio miracle, which I have here, endothelial focused recovery, nitric oxide, et cetera. Whether it be the copper that I find is so, so critical and so lacking in the diets. And for those of you who have been taking a lot of zinc and vitamin C as well. As I point out these things, or Super Don puts these uh, stories that are not really happy stories, except that, you know, there's, there's certainly a transformation of consciousness about the danger of COVID jabs, et cetera. But I don't want to leave you in a state of fear any more than they have purposefully driven you to fear. I will acknowledge there are dangers, there are risks associated with those who have gotten jabs, even being around them, but I'm not going to play a distance game where I want to isolate from them. I want to do everything I can in my own life to be able to withstand these assaults so that I can be there for you, help you whenever I can. And many of you feel the same way and you want to do that. But our system has been so corrupted, so polluted, so dysfunctional now by design that many are awakening to realize they can't reform it. And so we're looking to establish a parallel system or systems that coexist until the other one just crumbles in and of its own weight and dysfunction. And that's why we'll be talking momentarily with Julie Wentz about the freedom healthcare. But Super Don, let me bring you into the mix here real quick, if you don't mind, just to uh, check in with you on a, well, it's our, it's our first, oh, let's say, live broadcast of the week, although we had another good Sunday edition of the Robert Scott Bell Show, you and me just opening it up, cranking it up, and then getting people over addiction in the second hour. Indeed. So, there you go. Indeed we did. What is it, like summer there? You got a t-shirt on. Where's your sweater, sweatshirt? You know, it's one of those things where it's like the, the heater's cranked up in the house because everybody's cold. Okay. So you, but it gets hot here in the studio. So I open up the window mm -hmm. and it's like the cold air is kind of coming in, but it's hitting like my legs mm -hmm. and, and I'm wearing the hoodie and I'm just like <laughs> roasting and I'm just like, I'm just going to take it off. Super Don roasting on an open fire. Yeah. feels like <laughs> it. Better not. All right. Uh, by the way, I got um, a long USB extender cable, so I should be able to set you the, the camera microphone so we can do a kind of a casual. I don't, I don't think I'm set up for that today, but we're very close yeah. to being able to initiate the, uh, the I don't know what we're going to call it, the Mr. Rogers version of the bonus round or something where I go something down, like that. Yeah. take off yeah, my shoes, put on show. my sweater for that. And that's, again, thanks nice. to all of you that have been donating through Patreon or directly to help us upgrade and do even more awesome things here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to that. All right. So anyway, COVID booster mania. I don't think the mandates mm -hmm. are happening here. People are pushing back. We'll have some more stories about that. 
I mean, this story goes into Yale University and their mandate and people pushing back and lawsuits flying and um, just it's embarrassing. You think Yale is yeah. so hoity-toity, so smart. Yale, the Ivy League, and they're morons at the level of which, you know, they fell for it fully and they're still falling for it, mandating b- booster shots for students. They're pushing back yeah. finally. Those There's students. some holdouts. Yeah. There are some holdouts out there. Yeah. And uh, now we're starting to see places like uh, in California. Mm-hmm. Alameda County, where I used to live, they've now uh, gone to the, I think they've gone just short of a mandate on masking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking about New York City last week. Yeah. That they're like going that direction as well. And so, I don't know. It's, you know, here we go again. Guess we didn't, we didn't learn anything. Of course, you know, the other side will say, well, you're right. We didn't learn anything. You should still be wearing masks. People are dying. Yeah morons i'm sorry so i don't know i think it's still going to be a while we're going to have to i i I predict Mm -hmm. we're going to have another uh winter of of cuckoo (laughs) um that we're going to have to come out on the other side uh in the spring uh and look back on it and people will be going why did you do that 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 didn't work and they're going to say well but it was seemed like the right thing to do at the time and we weren't wrong. We were just operating on the data that we had in front of us and needed to make a decision, you know, thing. So yeah, their data comes with a dunce cap. Yes. Sorry, dude. I'm trying to be nice and compassionate, but it's oh, save it for the end of hour two. Okay, looking forward to that, my friend. We're going to be uh, brighton.tv uh, simulcasting in hour yes. two, and it's just you, me, and Super D. Then, but for now, we might ought to go to our first hour guest. First time on the Robert Scott Bell Show, I'm pretty sure, from freedom-healthcare.us. We have Julie Wentz joining us right now. Julie, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Hello, Robert. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just trying to find you and see you. Oh, there you are. Hey, look at that. And you are a bright light. Look at that red hair glowing. (laughs) Very festive and holiday style. I love it. Um, Thank you. So a little bit of backstory here about freedom-healthcare.us, Freedom Healthcare. You know, I kind of talk about a lot of folks have really come to the conclusion that we can't reform the existing system, so let's just out-create it. Yep. Yeah, and what you were saying right before you started talking to Don, I mean, everything you were saying is so correct, but also the whole point of we've watched what's happened this last three years and the deliberateness of the... I the global genocide, the kill shot, everything that's happening. um, These are facts and the systems need to be replaced. They cannot be fixed, whether they're judicial, legal, or government in general, education, healthcare, especially, we need to be creating new systems. And that's where uh, we're going with Freedom Healthcare. Well, what is it about the healthcare uh, scenario that you're linked to that brings you to this point where you're like, Hey, I can be part of the correction, right? Uh, you know, were you, were you uh, working as a golf instructor and suddenly you came into health? I mean, you know what, where's that backstory? Tell us a little bit about how yeah, you got yeah, here. The, the backstory is the crazy story, but it's completely a God story because it makes no sense that I'm even doing this at this point because I don't have a medical background Um, Just everything that happened the last three years, a little bit of the backstory was when my eyes were opened, I was probably like a lot of people who were, you know, completely blind to what was going on. Um, 
I actually had a couple ladies come and stay with me February of 2020. And one of them used to work for Boeing and they lived in Wuhan for three years. <clears throat> they knew the virology lab and they knew the wet market. And that was my uh, stumbling down the rabbit hole that I never turned back on because I knew, you know, God gives us wisdom and discernment. And there was something off. Everything about what was going on was just off. So it was this constant battle uh, where now it's very obvious that this is a spiritual battle where it's good against evil and the evil and the fear that was being put on the public and on humanity. So it has been a three-year fight. And a little bit of the backstory was I co-founded Arizona Stands Up. So we were collaborating with Ohio stands up and New Mexico stands up looking for attorneys to fight against the state of emergencies. I worked with um, Anna Garner and new Tom Renz, um, everything that was going on because we knew there wasn't an emergency. We knew that this was bogus, what they were doing to people. So that started the freedom fighting. And then again, I didn't like politics. I don't like history, was never involved in any of this kind of stuff and um, made me understand and realize how corrupt uh, mm -hmm. our legal system, judicial system. And I lived in Arizona for seven years. So I've only been in Tennessee for about three and a half months. God led me out here. And I was in, ten in uh, Arizona fighting side by side with people, you know, working against this. And what, what really did it is when we couldn't find an attorney to stand up and there's still not an attorney to stand up in Arizona because you're watching what happened with the election, Sure. Uh, and, and, you know, Julie, also, we've covered many stories over the years out of Arizona of medical kidnappings. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, there's there's even Isom is the name I remember. He was working extensively and trying to save these kids and these families that were dealing with their kids being, you know, kidnapped into the medical uh, hospital system. This is long before yeah. people became aware of the killing fields of the hospitals related to COVID. Yeah, there's um, there's so much. There's just so much. And, and I think when this when this really jump started, because all of the things that I had been learning over the last three years was when they started mandating the jab on the medical professionals and our frontline responders that at that point, I'm like, all right, I know what they're doing. I, I can see God gives me the ability to see what's coming and what's happening. And I'm like, OK, they're going after our frontline because they want our frontline completely gone. So we have no protection. They want the caretakers gone, so there's nobody to take care of them. I mean, all of this is a giant agenda. And if people are awake and they understand, like you are, with what's actually happening, then they can see each of the steps as they're coming. So we had helped the medical professionals, created a three-part document process to help the medical professionals in the three big healthcare systems hold their ground with their religious exemptions so they could keep their job and not have to take the jab. And we were 99.9% .9 successful, even to the point when we served those uh, CEOs of the three big systems, uh, the cease and desist, three of the four CEOs of Dignity suddenly retired. So we knew we made a difference. But it also, I felt like we're just running around like chickens with our heads cut off. Everything we're doing is reactive. And I knew it wasn't- It's like putting- the finger in the dike that's leaking everywhere. You don't have enough fingers to go around. You keep going, keep going. Let's get some more people to put the fingers in. And then you go, wait a second. Uh, you know, and what they it's set no up is a system that's designed to fail at this point. Exactly. So yeah. why, why not let, let the dike just go and go over here and another river and build another dike or an actual dam that's actually going to be secure and work. 
And during that period of time, I was having a conversation with one of my friends and my background is, you know, management, organizational management, big box retail management, international business, just more business aspect. And we were sitting there talking and she's like, we need to build a new healthcare system. And I'm like, whoa, that's way outside my wheelhouse. I don't have a medical background. I don't have that information. And she was just like, how do you know that God doesn't have you right here right now to do something like this? And I just thought, okay, I'm just going to pray about it. Prayed about it for a couple of weeks. And I thought, Lord, I can be the hands and feet. I, I'm an organizer. I can do this. I said, but you have to bring the people. You have to bring the people that will make this happen because I can't do this. There's so many pieces to this puzzle that there has to be everyone involved to make this happen. And that was almost a year ago. And it's been like, okay, he has brought people all along behind the scenes working to get this thing up and going. Because like you said, every system, and I can see it, every system is going to fall. All the systems are going to crumble. And we're already watching that, whether it's the financial system, just every system is going to fall. We have to be running parallel to create new systems, whether it's food co-ops, farming, education, healthcare. And God just happened to drop me in this spot because it makes no sense that I'm here. But the amount that I've learned hmm. the last three years is just, okay, Lord, use me. Let's do this. Let's yeah. just move forward. You never know when you're going to get the call and you almost never know what it's going to be for specifically. Like you said, your background in business, other things that have led you to develop a skill set that is very vital and needed, but applying it into an area where you didn't have any expertise, or maybe you still say, I don't have much, but the reality is in terms of system building and or functionally managing, if you will, the best of your ability, you have a lot of history and background there. And then you know, now you, you, you move to Tennessee, you've got this freedom healthcare website, freedom-healthcare.us says healthcare the way it should be. What does that mean? How does this look? What, and I know you're not the only one, and this is not the only organization. I'm happy to spotlight all of them because it's not like we want a one-to-one -one replacement. We want innovation. We want to find out, Hey, what works? Let's experiment here. Let's experiment there. We can right. learn from each other and we'll all be better for it. Exactly, exactly. And we won't be able to meet the needs for everybody. And there's some people that will never leave the existing system because they're so hooked on big pharma. They've created this evil symbiotic relationship between big food and big pharma where big food keeps you sick by what you're eating because it's full of sugar. And then pharma creates all these drugs to just keep you in the system. I tell people I feel like we're just a, a money feeding Petri dish for big pharma. So this in itself, so it's different in multiple aspects. When we looked at how we were going to, quote, exit the matrix and exit the system, we have to be doing something completely different than what's been done, because what's been done is literally killing people. Our whole focus is based on spirit, mind, body. So we know the spiritual aspect for people is so important. That has to be number one. If you're spiritually healthy, your mental health is good and your physical health will be good. So that will be the focus going through on freedom, healthcare and God's at the start of this. He created it. I'm just, you know, we're all just following forward with what he's doing, but it also uh, goes into. Julie, hold on, Julie. I want to ask in terms of um, basic premise, right? For health, freedom, health and, and, and healthcare, freedom and healthcare. Does it involve looking to the government to subsidize and support and direct you? Oh, wait, not, no, nothing. Oh my gosh. 
How is it possible that we can be alive and breathe the air? Oh, wait a sec. They don't want us to breathe the air, do they? No, they don't. No, they don't. So we are we are a non we're a nonprofit ministry, and our ministry is healthcare. So we run like a quote church or a ministry where we are a nonprofit. So everything we do runs on donations, and the donations will get the each of the phases up and going as they become self-sufficient. So we run as a ministry, which gives people the ability to donate, which we need, but that gives them a tax write-off. So it's a great end of year business deduction. Mm -hmm. Um, But people donate reoccurring or regular donations to get each of the pieces up and going. And there's four different phases. We're in a pre-phase right now um, that people can find out when they go to the website. But as all of these things came up, God would give me different words because like I would hear things and I'm like, I don't even know what this is for. You know, why is he telling me this? Phase one will be telehealth and it'll be countrywide. Phase two will be DPC clinics and urgent care fusions Phase three will be, <clears throat> excuse me, micro hospitals. When God threw that word at me, I'm like, I don't even I have no idea what that means. But a micro hospital where there's small specialty hospitals and phase four will be educational centers, um, uh, you know, new schools. And where that came up is when they were pushing the jab on everybody in Arizona. I had so many emails and calls from student nurses going, we don't know what to do. We can't finish school. We can't do our clinicals. We can't go into banner honor because they're making us take the kill shot. What do we do? And I didn't even know what to tell them. I'm like, have you asked your dean? Can you do your clinical somewhere else? I didn't know what to say. And at that point, I thought we're going to need new nursing schools. We're going to need new schools where doctors are actually taught about nutrition and health from a natural perspective, not big pharma push, not drug push, back to our spiritual, physical health that comes from nature itself. Well, I want to give a quick plug to my friends at Trinity School of Natural Health for that reason. Body, mind, spirit, education, people from all walks of life and backgrounds, including physicians and nurses are now going back to school and learn the things they did not learn in their allopathic training that don't involve drugging, poisoning, injecting, et cetera. And this is where uh, I would hazard a guess half or more of the people are wanting to go in the general sense when they interact with what they call a doctor or healer or a caretaker of some kind. And so if you haven't checked out trinityschool.org, trinityschool.org, the, the wide variety of options, a new startup starting at the beginning of the new year uh, in January, um, that's a great way to go. We're not waiting. In other words, there are a lot of schools that are doing great work already, but yes, we could use more. There, there won't be enough to meet the demand that's happening here. And the uh, also, you know, another aspect of exalting one form of medicine or the people who represent it above all others, that's ego-driven. That's not even science-based. When they talk, oh, it's science-based, it's evidence-based. Well, if you looked at the evidence for a lot of healing that has occurred on this planet long before there was petrochemical patented FDA pharmaceutical medicines and shots, uh, you, you know, if you believe the belief of the Hotezas of the world that life only began when modern medicine came out and, and FDA was formed, right? It's absurd. There's thousands of years of history of natural uh, medicine supporting health, supporting the immune system not running in fear of germs that exist, whether we want them to or not, recognizing that the cause of disease is not just physical exposure to what they call pathogens, but toxins and deficiencies, much less mental, emotional, and even spiritual aberrations of thought, et cetera, that bring about 
from within a, a corruption of that very terrain of function that leads to what we call dis-ease that precedes the infection that they say is the cause of your problem. So uh, from a paradigm perspective, we're so far off in the Western world, we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. And when did when did people stop trusting their God-given immune system? At what point did people just, you know, feel like everything's a germ and they're not supposed to, you know, ingest it? When we were little, we played in the dirt. My, you know, my girls played with worms and frogs and all sorts of stuff. And who knows what, you know, my brother ate ants, you know, so we do, <laughs> we do that kind of stuff. And we're supposed to have germs because it makes us healthy. So all of this fear over the last few decades and all of the, the shifting of this global agenda that's been coming for the last few decades, all of a sudden, everything, like you mentioned, the fear porn, the fear is driving everybody to literally be cuckoo. The common sense is gone. People are blind to what's actually happening. If they could just step aside, do their research, mm -hmm. look at the information, look at what's actually happening. And, and guess what? You were born with a great immune system and everybody has a day they're going to die. So if you want to run around in fear and put a face diaper on or two face diapers and think you're going to be better off. Mm -hmm. Then and go right ahead. But the rest of us are going to go, you know what? We've been just fine for, you know, 6,000 years and we've just been moving along just fine. I'm not going to believe the lies that these that the media and Vanguard and BlackRock and Fauci mm -hmm. and all these guys that's going on behind the scenes. So we're mm -hmm. going to step out and we're going to help the people that want the help and actually be able to move forward. And I love that you mentioned Trinity School because somebody, I love how God works. I'll hear bits and pieces of things because there's all this information coming at me all the time. And their name had come up. I'm like, great, I need to reach out. We're going to need feeders for Freedom yeah. Healthcare. There's a college that want, that reached out after um, another interview I did, I did and they want to start a new nature-based PA school. They want to partner. So it's out there. People realize the need for it. Mm -hmm. And we just... We just need to be helping people. We we just need to be helping people get people to to see Jesus and see the truth. And we need to be helping people along the way. This is an interesting thought. I I have it's not the first time I'm I'm bringing it up, but I thought we could chat about it briefly. I'm a freedom guy. I can tell you're a freedom person as well. You appreciate a spiritual freedom fundamentally, and I think that's leading us to do wonderful things. But the healthcare system, as it's been known, which I say has little health and no care, uh, is a for-profit system, but not for the people who need it help need the help the profit with good health, but to monopolize the the delivery and the forms of things that could be delivered that end up what poisoning and killing people, which is not conducive as I said to health. It's not. I don't think it's it's based in spirit. It's rooted in something that's I think somewhat demonic or Luciferian. Very. But how do we move forward? I sense the things you're doing. I'm talking to a lot of people, and I see a lot of people trying to establish a system that is not based on profit, and then. Then I'll have my uh, capitalist friends, you know, and I don't use the term capitalism as, a, as an evil, although mo most of what I see in capitalism is capitalism and crony. It's not free markets, right? Uh, the struggle I have in even communicating this is like, it's just like it dawns on me. The entire system is set up in the Western world. You only profit when people are sick. So if you're a doctor, just say you go through medical school, you end up with half a million in debt or a quarter million in debt. And you find that you're controlled by licenses that say you must basically drug people. And if you don't, we threaten you with a loss of life. If you don't give them the shots that we say they should give. And so you're incentivized only to basically give the things that keep people in a perpetual state of disease sickness. 
And then that is how you profit. That's how you can afford your cars or your houses or uh, to send your kids to the same indoctrination centers that I rail against, these universities and medical schools, uh, a flexion report uh, training of medicine. Yet I don't begrudge anybody profiting from their energy, their endeavors, their insight, their intelligence, their hard work to do things and provide a service and earn a living from doing that. Yet the system as it's, I guess, and I'm trying to communicate this. I'm not real. I'm a good communicator. I know that. But in this, I'm just trying to throw out these ideas and I'll have you bounce back at me for, for that. The idea of a ministry, which is like I set this up as a healing ministry many years ago, non-denominational, open to everybody, because I believe I was called to do this. And it is my duty and obligation, not because I feel like I have to. I feel like I have to, but not. I don't feel enslaved to it. I'm like, I'm freed because I'm doing what I'm here to do. But it isn't for me to say, uh, if I can set the ministry up, I could be like, I don't know, name the televangelist and have multiple jets and you know houses, but to really fulfill something that is far more than a material good or material support. That in the healing arts and the healing profession, the people that were always drawn into it historically, going back those thousands of years, were always cared for. They didn't want for anything. But today it's not about, it's like, man, if I don't get the next shot in them, the next drug in them, I'm going to lose my ability to do all of these things here. And it's going to lost the spirit and gone fully on to the material realm. And so I hear you establishing something more ministerial, which needs to be supported through freedom, through donation, et cetera. Your thoughts on what I'm trying to communicate and anybody out there listening, if you got thoughts on that, I want to hear from you. No, I totally, I totally get what, what you're saying. And we've had this, so this drive of Money through big pharma has been going on since the Rockefeller and Rothschilds 200 years ago when the education centers were actually created. And our uh, society in general, because everything is upside down, if people really understand the spiritual warfare that's happening, things are upside down. People are more, uh, more needy for power and money. They think that's going to make them happy. And maybe for some people, there might be a short period of time. They got a new car. They got a jet. Maybe they're happy, but they're always going for more. They're always going for more. And they're never really fulfilled truly in their heart of what they think they're searching for, because that's not what they're searching for. That's their little God. That's what they're going after is their little G, their little God. The ministerial piece of this is this is going to be for the people that have open their eyes this last three years to the truth, understand what our real freedoms are as we've watched our republic get completely taken over by a socialist communist government and our uh, constitution being trampled on. What freedom looks like? Freedom in education, freedom in healthcare, bodily autonomy, freedom just to speak, our Second Amendment, people have watched their freedom start disappearing. So we're at a point in time where I'll sit down with anybody and go, what's more important to you at this point? Do you care about that car or are you concerned at all for your children's and your grandchildren's future at this point? Because we're at that cusp. We've actually shifted over. We've gone over the precipice. Yeah. So people need to understand that the people that are going to care about this and that want to be a part of it are not going to be out there for making the big profits or making the big money. People will still be making money through this. They're not going to be making the giant profits because we don't want to be like the system that's existing. The mm -hmm. ones that's making money off killing people, the sick system, 
Julian, you, I, I sense that you understand what I'm trying to communicate because you mentioned the other C word, communism, right? I'm not advocating communism and socialism and collectivism. I, I want you to have the freedom to succeed as much as you want to. But the, the model that, that, that has been adopted as far as healthcare is very profitable for some. And, you know, the doctors have been exalted and elevated to such a status and stature. But, but how, how well has it worked? How well, well has it worked? Yeah. Clearly, how it's well? not working well. It's but, the, not you know, working. I want to make sure people working. are not hearing me talk about, well, I hate freedom and free markets. No, because I'm telling you, capitalism as it's played out today in healthcare is not freedom. There's, a, there's no free market for medicine in healthcare. And, and if even if we did put and a free no, market out, there's no freedom. There's yeah. no freedom whatsoever. No one has any freedom. If anybody's gone to the doctor lately whatsoever or ended up in the hospital, they know there's no freedom. They're, they're also not looking at your foundational health. All they're doing is giving you a drug like a Band-Aid to cover up some symptom that you're having. They're not looking at your foundational, your foundational health and what the root cause is. We need to create a new standard of health for people. Find out the root cause, find out what they need to change or what they're willing to change, whether it's diet or, uh, you know, the spiritual aspect, the mental aspect. What do they need to actually change in their life, exercise, all of those things to be healthy for themselves? Now, this is for people that want to take their health back and take their lives back and not have to deal with the existing system. Like I said, we're never going to get everybody out that's hooked on these drugs because people can't pull off of the drugs that they've been inundated with all this time. And there's more and more coming out, whether it's the depression drugs or the anxiety drugs. I saw something with the depression drugs that 80% of them weren't working. They're just not working. So just like all the boosters, and the vaccine that, that they've given people, they're not doing what they said they're doing. We have a nature that God gave us that has everything we need in it to mm -hmm. heal, to be 100%. So again, back to your question, if there's people out there that want to make money, and, and I've already seen a couple that are taking this new idea, but staying in the money side of it, I'm like, it is not going to work because we're stepping out of the system People have to have the heart mm -hmm. to get back to maybe the heart that our founding fathers had of what was really important in their freedom and what that looks like. There's enough people out there that can be a part of this and support it because this is for the people, by the people. This is for our kids and grandkids. If we don't do something now, we don't have a chance. We, we don't have a chance. We're talking with Julie Wentz, uh, my guest this hour. She's terrific. I love what we're chatting about. I hope you're enjoying it too. Freedomhealthcare.us, freedom-healthcare.us is the website to check out. And look, there are people that are graduating Trinity School of Natural Health, and I've, I've spotlighted many of them, and it's so much fun to see they're succeeding. They're actually earning a living, not in monopoly, not through deception, but by supporting people's health. And people are saying, of my own accord, you're not. this is not insurance, I want to give you something and say thank you for what you're doing for me. And 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 everybody's doing okay. They're doing fine. It's not a monopoly, though. And, you know, in monopoly, you can profit, but your soul will be depraved and deprived of the, you know, the real fulfillment. And you pointed that out. You're fulfilled with your bank account if you believe the bank's going to re really be operating much longer like that. Yeah, it's it's not going to be operating. No, I know. And the fulfillment in terms of your spiritual essence, what you're here to do, and those of you who are drawn 
to the healing arts. I mean, how, how blessed are you when you can actually help someone and someone comes back and says, thank you. You changed my life for the better. I was on this or my family member was on death's door and look at them now. How much more fulfilled can you be when you save lives like that? And I will acknowledge, as I always do, that allopathic medicine shines in emergency trauma interventions. But as we move forward, there's still going to be a place for that because there's always a need for emergency trauma intervention. But the problem is in a monopoly when that's the only system and that system is applied to all of these other things, it is bankrupt from the word go, even though there's profitability, but it's artificial. It's again, a monopoly system. It is bankrupt and devoid of the spirit that you are inclined to bring about via healing ministry, which I feel like that's one of the most profound and powerful ways we can move forward in freedom. Yeah. And you mentioned something with monopoly and what keeps going into my head is this really is just a big game that's being played. We're watching a big game being played and to, to address the, the financial aspect, which we were having a round table when I was still in Arizona with a couple of our doctors and a cardiologist and me trying to just understand the system. So I asked our, our ER doctor, I said, okay, if you have a, a procedure in the ER, you know, what do you, what do you get after you get paid? Like how much do you get? And she was saying 20, 30%. And she goes, we have to cover our billing and our costs and stuff. And I said, so where did the other, you know, I don't understand the medical system. I said, where's the other 70% going? She goes, oh, well, it goes to the hospital, the insurance company. And then I asked the cardiologist, I'm like, okay, if you have like a $10,000 procedure, how much are you making? And he said, oh, maybe 190 bucks. And then I just got excited. I got so excited because I thought, okay, all of this profit is going into the beast system. So it's going to the upper echelon of insurance companies and the hospital systems, which when I heard that, I thought we're going to be able to make healthcare affordable across the board because we aren't going to have this giant fluff system in between that is stealing everybody's money. Our our friends on the so-called political left that are inclined toward isms like collectivism and socialism and single payer, they do not entertain what we're talking about right now. As much as they have, I believe, some level in there somewhere, compassion, they really do care. They want people to get healthcare or whatever, even though we define healthcare differently than they do. But what you point out is something that they're loath to acknowledge. You know, and I bring up this example many years ago when we were searching for a place to have our, our, our second child, you know, just in case, looked at, at the hospital and said, okay, um, how much does it cost to have a baby in your hospital? And, and, and I was at the hospital at their administration offices going, all right, tell me about the cost here. Oh, $12,000, $12,000. This was again, uh, 17 years ago, just so you know. So, okay, 12,000. All right. What if I'm paying cash? What if there's no insurance involved? How much does it cost then? And they said, oh, that'll be $3,000. Yep. One fifth, 20% of the cost just mirrors what you're saying. And I said, what, what if it's like a, a, an emergency C-section? Nope. It's covered. If it's cash, doesn't matter if it's a vaginal birth or like what three, that's it. Really? Now, again, it's probably more because of inflationary practices of the federal reserve and everything else. But the reality is when you account for that, that amount someone could save for if need be relatively speaking to the time and it's affordable or in the case of a, a, a more of a church or ministry driven healthcare system where babies are born in a safe setting, which used to be the home. Uh, but I realize there are a lot of sick people and they may need that kind of help, but those doctors 
you know, working for whatever we think they're working for are getting a fraction of the actual amount that's going into the administration and the insurance schemes, et cetera. So for those that are sincere in saying, you know, I just want healthcare affordable, available to all, the single payer system is as corrupt and bankrupt as the system that exists now and what you perceive to be free market capitalism, which isn't. Yeah. And then you find out the actual healthcare that you desire, that you don't know that you desire, can be met in freedom and in ministry and in charity. And the costs are reduced to it's affordable for most everybody. And those who are still destitute and unable, there will be a place for charitable support where it's drowned out and drummed out and maybe made illegal by government private partnerships that mandate only their thing. And any charity is not really charity. It's coming through their systems. Yeah, you hit you hit so many points there. It's like I'm I'm trying to remember everything you said because you hit so many points. The the single payer and the cost. I was just having a conversation yesterday with a new friend here, and their health insurance that they pay monthly is like twelve hundred dollars for her and her husband. Plus, they have a six thousand dollar deductible. Well, anybody that has any insurance that's that kind of cost, they're never going to get paid during the year because if they're halfway decently healthy. All that money is going into the system. They're not getting anything for it. And there's a deductible. The prices are just insane. When you were talking about the, the home burst, which is something I'm really excited about, that I have somebody that's actually created a pre and postnatal care program at one of the big systems. And we're going to be able to do it inside of Freedom Healthcare for even less money. And they get more than what they would if they're part of the existing insurance system. Now, what makes this different is we are a private membership association. So we are a family. This is a family. Freedom Healthcare is a family. And what happens within the membership stays within the membership. So this is a big piece of how we stay private outside going back into our private, our rights as, as human beings and our inalienable rights and our rights that are protected under the constitution, we're going back into the private. So things that we can do in the private, especially under the ministry that we have, we will be able mm -hmm. to do more and help people for lower costs. We're even looking at pieces. I mean, we're not, we're not stupid going, okay, we're going to throw, you know, the entire baby out with the bathwater. We're looking at what's been happening in, in the systems that have been in place we're shifting out going, all right, what are the needs and how do we just replicate what's been happening? So even inside the membership, we're looking at ways to have internal insurance within the membership. We're going to take things that are in existence, but make it work inside the membership. There's so many pieces that we can do in here, including which we all have our, you know, our, our goals down the road of what else can the ministry do? Because everybody that donates, it goes towards the phases and oversight to get them up and going. And then they become self-sufficient. Like the telehealth will be self-sufficient yeah. within a short period of time. The DPC clinics. But this is, this is just like everything else we've been dealing with the last three years. This is grassroots efforts. Mm -hmm. These are practitioners that we're bringing together in cities and states to create their own clinics. Mm -hmm. And this has to be done at a grassroots level. The same thing with the micro hospitals. Like when I told people, I said, we don't want to be big. Like all of these huge systems, we just want to be everywhere. We just want to I, I be love that. Just like micro dosing and homeopathic medicine, micro yeah. hospitals, you're actually able to respond to the needs of those that genuinely have a need. And also right. uh, you're nimble enough to uh, shift as the needs of the membership shifts. 
Right, exactly. And yeah, and looking at the memberships and the people that come in and you're right what the needs are, but the micro hospitals might be, you know, a NICU and a birthing center or a cardiac hospital or an emergency, but we won't have normal hospitals where anybody can come in off the street. We're not going to take 911 calls. These are membership based. We're taking care of our people, the people that want to be a part of this. We're Mm -hmm. taking care of them and we're looking at everything, even technology that's been hidden from us, you know, that the big pharma didn't want us to know about. There's so much stuff out there that's been hidden from us that's starting to come up. It's, it's super exciting. Even though this is a really icky time and in our history and in life, you know, yeah, God has set forth something here in, in multiple layers. That's Mm -hmm. really exciting that we all get to be a part of. Julie making my heart happy. I'm loving it. Love talking to you. And I hope to connect with you again. Are there any events that you're going to attend? We'll get to see you at? Um, I may go to, I'm not sure yet where I'm going to be at. I may be at the Nashville uh, Reawaken Tour, just okay. visiting folks. Um, I'm going to try I, and get there as well. So we'll connect if I'm able to be there. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. But yeah, tell everybody, please go to our website, www.freedom-healthcare.us. We run on donations. Everything we do is based on a ministry. So that's going to be the biggest help, especially year end. If there's businesses out there, corporations that need a tax write-off, please send it our way. You end up getting a tax write-off. That's up to you and your your tax mm-hmm. accountant. But we need everybody to get involved. We have a, a beginning pre-primary core phase that people have access to information and we have that up and going right now. It's $33 a month. So people can get involved that way as well. But everything we're doing is for the people, by Thank the people. You. Thank you, Julie. God bless you for doing all of that. I can't wait to meet you in person. Hopefully I know. Hopefully up there in Nashville. And uh, we'll follow up because this is this is where the real uh, answers lie. And it lies in people and innovation and connection with spirit and the guidance you're getting from God. And that is going to get us through this mess. And we're going to yeah. be much better off for it. So thank you, Julie. Yep. God's in charge. All right. Julie Wentz, again, Freedom Healthcare, freedom-healthcare.us. All right. As we're wrapping up our one, I want to say thank you as well to our friends at Nutritional Frontiers for providing value and validated uh, supplemental options for your health to support it. We're not talking drugs to fix things. We're talking about things that, well, your body needs to function fully and properly. And that's nutritionalfrontiers.com. They've got the 12 days of Christmas specials going on right now. And you can get the RSB 15 discount beyond the 20% off all of these 12 different formulas that you see in the 12 day, days of Christmas holiday sale at nutritionalfrontiers.com. Remember the code RSB 15. And finally, real briefly, uh, there's also good news out there. Only half of the U.S. Uh, adults are concerned about the flu. I mean, the other half aren't. And I'm talking to you. Half of U.S. adults are not concerned about the flu. They're not buying the fear porn like they did before. 50%. You know, and I could be the Mr. Negative guy and go, that that's still pretty bad. I mean, why? how do 50% fall for it? But, hey, we got to get there little by little, significant 50% going, I'm not worried about the flu. Oh, my gosh. You're not paying attention to the propaganda. That's a good sign. All right. Well, what else we got to talk about? Well, we're going to be um, doing a lot of discussion in the hour coming, uh, which is our Brideon.tv simulcast hour on, well, PCR. Was I right? Was I wrong? Was it something in between? We got some revelations coming up in hour two. Stand by for that. And thanks again to Julie for being on with us in hour one.
Okay, welcome everybody. It's That's all right. Power to heal is yours. It's good. Go run with it. No, I don't think so. I got a minute to do that, Super Don. Anyway, y'all, thank you for being here. We got the, the simulcast with Bridie on. Um, PCR, polymerase chain reaction. I was one of the first in, well, anywhere in broadcast media talking about what a scam that it is. Well, well before the COVID nonsense, but even more so during COVID. And y'all have figured it out, I think. And so I've got to show you something that I, I forgot how it came about. I think it was an email or on a list uh, where the things related to, to PCR that they don't want you to know about are listed right on the tests that you were taking for flu and COVID, et cetera. That's coming up. Also, woke is the handmaiden, handmaiden of totalitarianism, top 10 addictions, how to overcome them, and Elon Musk pronouns on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where the power to heal is yours. Robert Scott Bell Bell Show. If you want to know what an itchy trigger finger is, that's what happened to us at the top of the hour today. Superdome was so excited to get going with Friday on TV. He fired off the uh, top of the hour break, which is kind of cool because I think those of you on Friday on TV don't ever get to see a a little bit of what what we do elsewhere because I'm on two hours a day, six days a week, not just the second hour of Monday, which we do get to simulcast with our friends here on Friday on TV. So welcome wherever you're from. And you can join us in the live chat room at robertscottbell.com slash listen and or various uh, social medias that we're not banned on, at least currently, uh, unlike uh, YouTube and Spotify, which you can't find us on. But Rumble going strong as well and a number of other podcast networks and whatever you think of Amazon, they picked us up recently too. So if you get your podcast that way or through iTunes, it's all available. But we love TV, of course. And thank you all for being here. Uh, last hour, you missed a great discussion about the future and, and current state of healthcare, moving away from the monopoly medicine system and how people are genuinely innovating. They're doing extraordinary work, not waiting for the government to endorse them, much less fund them, but to outcreate the bad guys by being innovative, imaginative, and creative, gifts from God, and creating ministerial type systems of healthcare and healing, private membership associations, et cetera. Uh, and last hour, we, we were talking uh, on freedom-healthcare.us. So you all check it out or go back and listen to the archives of the podcast later on the first hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show. Uh, but this hour, you know, we will get into uh, Woke being the handmaiden of totalitarianism, another heady article from our friends at Brownstone Institute. But first up, if you go to robertscottbell.com, you'll see, and I, I apologize, I don't remember if it was one of the lists I'm on, an email list. I saw this image come through. And it's redacted, so nobody knows whose test result this is, uh, except this was done, uh, let's see, in August of 2021, okay? So about just a little over a year ago, uh, it was a PCR test. And if Super Don, if you can show this on the screen, uh, I, I want it's, it's kind of fuzzy. I wish, can you blow it up? There you go. Thank you, my brother. That's great. Um, so in this, it was a test for influenza A, influenza B, and respiratory syncytial virus as well as SARS-CoV-2. Uh, so these, this PCR was conducted and tested, as they said, analyzed for those 
various things that they claim they can detect by a polymerase chain reaction, RT-PCR, reverse transcriptase polymerase chain reaction. This is the thing developed by Kerry Mullis. It's got the Nobel Prize for its manufacturer and, and design and, and uh, innovation, if you will, and in, 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 uh, discovering it and putting it out. But he, of course, said this is not an, a test designed to detect infectious agents, viral, bacterial, fungal. It's just not for that. It can't determine it in terms of quantitative ease, ease, easily or if at all in terms of how much is in there and is it even replicating if you're concerned about viruses. So as you look at this test, this is something that they don't normally give out to people. They give out like a shorter version. And in this case, you see it, it, there is a negative, negative, negative for uh, influenza A, B, and syncytial virus, so to speak, by PCR, okay? Then they go down to SARS-CoV-2 PCR, it says negative, positive, and the positive is uh, circled, so to speak, at, with an exclamation point, it's bolded. So evidently this test says you're positive on the PCR test for COVID. Now below it, I, I'm just going to read this because let it speak for itself. And if you're not watching, you're listening to this podcast later, I want you to understand the controversies, you know, why we were banned on YouTube and Spotify and for a while on Twitter and Facebook, because we actually talked about these things, these realities that they don't want you to know yet. They knew about it from the day they came out with the test via an emergency use authorization. Okay. So the comment says this specimen was evaluated using an automated multiplex real-time reverse transcriptase polymerase chain reaction assay, RT-PCR. Okay. Then it goes down into the SARS-CoV-2. They say you're positive in this test. And the comment, a positive result for COVID-19 indicates that RNA from SARS-CoV-2, formerly 2019 NCOV, was detected. Okay, so it states that not controversial in terms of what they wouldn't want you to know. And they want you to know that. And then they say testing was performed using and they tell you which one it was the Cephald SARS-CoV-2 real-time RT-PCR assay. Okay, still not so controversial if you were to get a hold of this paper. And then it says the lower limit of detection is 250 virus copies per ml. If I'm reading that right, or is it nanoliter NL? It's kind of fuzzy, Super Don. Do you see ML or NL in that in that moment? Yeah, get get tight on that. It looks like ML. It looks like ML. Okay, per milliliter, 250 virus copies per milliliter. Then it says, this is the money shot. Emergency use authorization, EUA, is needed at this time as no FDA-approved tests that identify the presence of the 2019 novel coronavirus in clinical specimens are available in the United States. The performance of this test has not been evaluated for asymptomatic, asymptomatic patients by the FDA. Now, I pause for effect here, and, and I ask you, skeptic as you want to be, Super Don, they still have not conducted this evaluation on asymptomatic patients to determine if it means anything, and they still don't have the clinical specimens available in the United States. We're at, what, the end of 2022, over a year later. And the only reason that they have a COVID test, so-called COVID test, is due to this emergency use authorization because the declared emergency has not been lifted. And if they can get away with it, they will never lift it. Because the moment they do, there is no basis for any EUA injection, drug, or test. It goes bye-bye. Now, this is why they were so desperate to get Comirnaty and Spikevax approved and on the recommended schedule at CDC outside of the EUA so that it can continue to be offered 
or mandated if they can get away with the soft mandates and then absolved, if you will, the manufacturers of those products absolved of any liability now through the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program that was passed in 1986, the act, so to speak. But this exists even today, and they don't hand you this information. This is something that got out, and somehow, you know, it's it's there for us to peruse and review and go, hey, this is what they don't want you to know, the things that I've been telling you. So it turns out I was right. I'm as right as I was. I'm even more right today than I was then. Is that possible? No, it's not even about me. There are many people that don't have voices in the mainstream media that have been banned or shadow banned or deplatformed because they dared to speak this truth that is right there on the results of the so-called COVID PCR test, which is bogus as bogus is, as Fauci's statements are until he disagrees with himself and then agrees with, you know, unbelievable. So I, I wanted to cover this to open today just as another layer of value for you to stand your ground, to recognize that you were right to be suspicious, and even more so to stand obstinately against PCR tests for COVID and or flu and or name it, hep C, because it's not a valid test. There is no standard, nor have they done a double-blind placebo-controlled test or triple-blinded test to find out, hey, what what are the predictors here? Like we say, this test is positive. This test is really positive. This test is undeterminate. This test is negative. This test is really negative. And then now let's unblind it and see the people that took the test. What do you predict about each of those tests? What's their status? Are they dead? Are they in ICU? Are they on a ventilator? Are they out playing basketball? None of that was ever done. You think it matters? If you don't, you're a dunderhead. That's, that's me being nice, by the way. If you're a scientist and you think it doesn't matter, you're a dunce. You have a degree. Now, there may be, you know, modifications of PCR done and analyses done that, that are beyond what I've investigated here that, that might be a little bit more viable or valid, but uh, I still have a lot of questions about them. And certainly in terms of uh, validated to the point where they are standardized across the medical world, I've not seen it heard rumors you think that they would tout that to the high heavens it's like oh my gosh we've got the first fully approved licensed test outside of eua that has been in fact studied double blind placebo control by the way and it's possible for dietary supplement manufacturers to fund these things you know a couple of years ago i i, I don't know why i've never gone public with this i don't even know if they want me to but i'll say it at the risk of who knows but the my friends at natural immunogenics you know, they, they make the sovereign silver and the sovereign copper and the Argentin 23, all right? They did a triple-blinded clinical study on a number of people in Canada for Health Canada so that they can show the safety and even efficacy of their product. I don't sell their product, so I'm not making any claims that get them in trouble. I'm just telling you the results of the study, this triple-blinded study, they did, I, I, I don't have in front of me, a number of weeks. I'll have to go back and, and, and pick it out because it is important. A number of weeks at seven doses a day of the 10 ppm bioactive silver hydrosol, the sovereign silver. Seven doses a day for a period of weeks to determine are there any toxicological uh, detrimental effects on the body? And there were none. And then, in terms of positive biomarkers related to the human immune system, 
And then there were also symptomatic improvement reports by every patient. In other words, the dream of dreams would be to have a drug that had no toxicity and only benefit. And yet the manufacturer of that product went up to Health Canada, conducted that study there, and found out there was no detriment, only benefit. But they can't go out and tout that in the marketplace of ideas. They can't say, hey, look at this scientific study we conducted, because the moment they did, the FDA or even Health Canada would go after them and go, you're now claiming to be an unapproved new drug, not safe or effect, not proven safe or effective, da, 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 despite the fact it was triple-blinded. I'm telling you the folks that do good science in the supplemental realm, in the natural realm, are attacked viciously, brutally, to no end until they are out of business. If, if the FDA or FTC can, can do it, they will put you out of business for actually acknowledging the science supporting the use of your dietary mineral supplement or supplements. Case in point, Jonathan E. Mord, my good buddy, who's on with me every Thursday for the Sacred Fire of Liberty Hour. He is sued and won in court in the United States, all the way up almost to the Supreme Court, although Pearson versus Shalala did go up that high, on selenium and all of the science that supports selenium's ability to prevent and reverse cancer. Fully validated. The FDA lost eight times. Jonathan E. Morden team won eight times. And yet, if you were to label your selenium in America as a prevention or treatment for cancer, they will hunt you down and find you and bankrupt you. If they can get away with it, they'll put you in prison. Dietary supplement stores that carry selenium, if they put a sign up that said, look at all the science that supports selenium's use to prevent and reverse cancer, those stores would be raided by federal agents if the states didn't object. Right, The states could nullify these acts by not, or at the very least, anti-commandeering doctrine, not participate with federal agencies, FDA, FTC, or EPA. I don't know when we can talk about this, but another friend of mine just recently got attacked a nasty warning letter, cease and desist, for claiming with sound science that his water filtration technology could, could filter out viruses and other quote-unquote pathogens. And then the FDA, I'm sorry, in this case, the FTC. No, it's the EPA. All of these unconstitutional federal alphabet soup, dangerous agencies, dangerous to the public health, dangerous to your health, to your vitality, your freedom, to your economic freedom as well. The EPA sends a letter that says, you are marketing an unapproved pesticide. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a filter. It filters out those things that can cause harm to human health. Oh, yeah, well, it's a pesticide. You better stop selling it and destroy everything that you still have because of the claims you made, even if they're valid. You, you thought living under communist China was bad? Try living under the FDA, the FTC, and the EPA. I mean, I know Jonathan Eboard can beat back and win against the EPA, but in the meantime, probably going to bankrupt the company that actually can filter out the things that can cause harm to human health because they're not registered as a pesticide, a filter. I wish I were making this up. And who, who among you still believes there's any legitimacy at FDA, EPA, FTC, the entire bureaucratic oligarchy, your government promoting good health, protecting you from things that would actually help you to have good health or prevent you from declining in that health? Our government and those agencies are captured by the industry that profits off of your sickness, your disease, 
your decay, your degeneration, and your dying. And to participate in that system one moment longer risks ending your own life or the life of someone you love. You're not morally or ethically obligated to fund your captors, your poisoners, your, what do you want to call it, government. It's so far long ago left what was constitutional about it that you got to wonder, what am I participating in? At the very least, find a way to minimize anything they can get from you to support their efforts at poisoning, imprisoning, and killing you. You're in the right, I would say constitutionally, but at the very least ethically and morally, to withdraw consent and all that that means. And, you know, the thing that just stimulated this discussion today into action is the admission that the PCR test has no standard, is only available via emergency use authorization, and is not approved to even be able to find something that it claims it can find. Legal fictions, absurdities, and you guys think those people that proclaim to be smarter than you because they have a medical degree or a PhD degree, they don't deserve your worshipfulness. They are not God. They are not representatives of God. They are willing idiots or useful idiots within a system that is designed to enslave and poison, degrade, humiliate, and frighten you until you are slaves to a system that was designed to enslave you, and then they succeed. How do you feel about that? If you're here in the Robert Scabell Show audience, you probably are not really feeling good about that, and that's why you've already left that system or you're finding ways to do so rapidly before it's too late. I'm so blessed to be able to communicate this with you and also have the wonderful folks that join me on the show from time to time, like last hour, talking about ways to outcreate the old system, not having the delusion that I could reform a system that is designed to be as corrupt as it is. It's not an accident. It didn't happen by accident. And to outcreate it and create a new parallel society systems that don't require us to take up arms and fight and kill anybody. Simply withdraw the energy that they use for their survival and let them eat their own. Destroy themselves instead of you and me and our friends and family and loved ones. Step outside that medical monopoly or medical matrix and you'll see and feel and experience what I'm talking about and the fact that this is a good time. This is a profoundly amazing time in human history. An extraordinary time where there's a renaissance in our connection to spirit. However you perceive it, in the midst of a downturn of an economy or economies, in the overt awareness of those systems being systems of enslavement, not upliftment. And rather than trying to correct those systems that are designed to enslave us and degrade us, we simply extricate ourselves from that system. Not waiting for permission where none is required. Not looking to a government or a president or a senator or a, and this is not me arguing against trying to put good people into that while it still exists. I'm just saying, don't wait for them to be there to do the right thing. You do the right thing right now. And that comes from God, not government. Whatever your perception is of the divine and where you get your marching orders, because I don't get it from government. The other G word, God, more likely. 
And I'm grateful, the other G word, for you being here and sharing this show because you know they don't want this message getting out. This is not even you know, about Republicans and Democrats, as you might imagine. This is about connecting to your source of authority, which is not a medical degree or any degree at all. But your existence, because you exist, because God loves you. And you are unique in all the universes of God because that's the way you were created. And that means you have special desires and hopes and dreams and skills and mission that's unique to you. But probably if you're here in this audience, it is not to enslave other people like so many others that have come before, but to live as free and wonderful as possible and to be living examples for all those that are still trapped in that system, not to free them against their will. Because believe it or not, that's spiritually immature. That could get you in trouble. They can get you dragged into the mess that you don't want to be in anymore. Because let's be honest, and I, I feel it too. I would love to be able to go in there and free the slaves. Wouldn't you feel good about yourself? But how many of those slaves that are still slaves, maybe they know, maybe they don't know they're slaves, want to be free. Once you give them the opportunity to say, hey, here's what freedom looks like. And they go, I thought I liked freedom, but uh, I don't know. Looks a little, you mean I have to be responsible for myself? Mm, no, no, thanks. I'll just, it's like the guy that wanted to get put back into the matrix. For those of you who are fans of the matrix movie and the original one, he's eating the steak. I know this steak isn't real, da, 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 but it, I just, just put me back in. If you want to go back into that, you're going to have to go on heavy medication because you can never unsee, unexperience, become fully unaware of what you are now aware of. And now the struggle is on because you go, what do I do with this? Knowing what I know, it's not comfortable anymore to live in that medical matrix. Yet I'm afraid to step out of it because of the control and the care that I think I was getting, even though I don't like it, but it's still, I'm not, you know, they take care. I'm going to a fallback position, right? Social security, antisocial and insecurity. It's like, we need a safety net. Well, I'm here to tell you, friends, the only safety net in reality is God. The great spirit divine spirit, the Holy Spirit. It's your connection with the divine. It's your acknowledgement of your own divinity, which means you can tap into the creativity and the imagination of that which had created the entire universe. Therefore, you can outcreate the baddest of bad guys or baddest of bad systems. But until you believe it fully, you're going to find an excuse to go, that's too much, it's too big, I'll wait until somebody says, I have permission to do that. And that's the trap. That's a trap any of us can fall into at any moment, at any time. And I'm just grateful, again, that I can communicate some of what I've experienced in this lifetime, or for those of you look at it as lifetimes, to bring about a different form of woke, <laughs> an awakening that is empowering, that acknowledges your powers of co-creation. Not in fear, but in spirit and in love and in divinity and extraordinary lives led by those who are not waiting for permission to live those lives, but know that it is their birthright. It is your birthright. As I say at the end of each hour of the Robert Scott Bell Show, the power to heal is yours. It's not a slogan. It's a reality that I've found I, I must live if I want to live in integrity. What does that mean for you? It might mean a little bit different than for me, but that's okay. We'll be back with more of the Robert Scott Bell Show after this on Brideon.tv as well. All right, Super Don, we are theoretically on a break. I think they've been doing the breaks pretty well on Brideon, so I'm going to assume that they have broken. They're not broken. You know what I mean. And uh, 
Check I it. hope they're not broken. I know. I hope they're not broken. Are you guys broken? Did I break you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought I was being gentle, Super Don. I wasn't yelling at. Did I yell at anybody? You broke Brighty on. Good going, man. Oh man, no, I didn't mean to. No, I don't think I did. I don't. I don't hope I did. Anyway, how y'all doing out there? Who's in the chat room? Anybody? We're gonna uh, count down the hits here until we come back live with Brighty and talk behind the scenes, but front of the scenes because this is where money of you join me each and every day, two hours a day, six days a week. I think Stephen put it in the chat room, that PCR test, not FDA approved. There we go. Super Don, have I rendered you mute today or what? Uh, no, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm here when I'm needed and, and I'm, I'm not when I, you know, okay. I'll speak when spoken to. You know, oh, type, no, that's type, bad. Type thing, you know? That's what I say to my wife and kids, right? I, don't need, <laughs> I joke about, it, of course. Woman. Don't speak until yeah. I speak. Yeah. No, that's all good, dude. You, you've been on a roll today. It's mm. pretty cool. Yeah, woke is the new... Maybe I can consider that covered already. Woke is the new handmaiden of totalitarianism. I, I mean, we can talk about it. There's a lot, but there's a top 10 addictions and things like that we want to hit as well. But dude, heady stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. More, more heady stuff coming up here. Oh my gosh. Can we handle it? What other event? We, we should do upcoming events. I don't think I've done that today, really. And we got the uh, Trinity um, Virtual Expo. Oh, looks the- like they didn't go to break. Oh, we're talking to everybody. Okay. All right. Oh, we're on break. Who's to determine when we go on break or not? <laughs> we have a calendar. We have a schedule. We try to well, hold it. Yeah. And there I go. So I didn't break. That's all right. Maybe I did break right. You didn't did break right. Oh, maybe you did. That's right. Maybe they're, they're, uh, they're, you broke the break button. God bless you guys. Team at Brighton. Love you. Appreciate you. <laughs> So you guys got a little bit informal chat. This is what we do when you guys go on break. We just kind of chat about stuff. Anyway, the show must go on. Uh, so let's talk about that upcoming events. Uh, January. Can you show that on screen? Upcoming events at robertscottbell.com. There's always the upcoming events tab. And if you haven't already signed up for the newsletter, this is the way you'll be always up to date on not only the stories that we cover, but the events that are happening. Some online, virtual, many in person you know, events around the country, sometimes around the world that we'd love, 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 love to see you at. And we must get together. We must tell our stories. We must share each other's stories as well. That's how we get through this. So if you go to the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com, you'll see the first event of the new year, 2023. Super Don, I don't know why I don't see it, uh, but uh, do you see it? Let me take myself off of maximum. Uh, what happens there? There it is. Okay. So, um, the uncensored truth going to be revealed where American health and freedom summit and expo Orlando, Florida It's actually January 5th through the 8th coming up. First event of 2023 calendar year, big event, Stu Warner, Terry Warner. We need, hopefully we can get them on talk about it, but Judy Mikovits is going to be there. Barbara Lowe Fisher, Dr. Peter McCullough, um, Billy DeMoss, Mickey Willis is now added to the list. I mean, this is going to be a dynamic event. And the Nurse Freedom Network, Kimberly Overton. It's just one of those things where you want to be there. And Orlando, January, not so bad. Not so bad at all. Could be really nice. Fifth through the eighth, and that's at the Hyatt. Coming up in February, we have the, ver- oh, you've got that, the Next Steps one. I was going to, don't you have the um, the Health Tr- Trinity Health Freedom Expo virtual event as a, as a banner? No. Why not? Um, not on the spot. He, can't, he doesn't have an answer for that because there is no answer for that. I talk about it, but we need the banner up there. The, the virtual event is happening 18th and 19th. I usually just go to the website, but yeah, I'll put it yeah. up there. 18th and 19th of February, 
the virtual event is happening and I'll be there again. We have new and upcoming uh, presentations that haven't been revealed, have yet to be revealed. And that'll be through the Whova app. You'll download it. But there's the Health Freedom Expo, 18th and 19th. And uh, there's going to be new things happening as well. There's Jonathan Emord's presentation, which I didn't get to see. Well, I, no, I actually did his, see his. There's a buddy Paul's was there. Brian Johnson, that's who got me the, the soil there. See, Brian? It's Brian Jones. Yep. It's Brian Jones. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Johnson because ACDC, right? Brian <laughs> Jones, the farmer that has the super soil. He's there. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Scott, sure. I mean, there are so many amazing presentations. Dan Burton, Dan Burton. There, Brian Hooker, Morley Brian Robbins. Hooker. Good Lord. You want to, even if you were there at the Health Freedom Expo, you want to be at this one. Go to trinityhealthfreedomexpo.com and sign up. And we'll have some live uh, interactive panel discussions as well on health freedom and more. I think there's some cannabis updates too. So that's coming. Now we can go back to the other event in February, which is over my birthday weekend, which I'm excited to join. My mom will be there and so many others. That's uh, Tia Severino, second one, next-steps.info. And it's in basically the Lake Lanier Islands Park, Buford, uh, Buford, Georgia, outside of Atlanta. And it's uh, the, what is it? The 22nd through the 25th of February. And you can use the discount code RSB10 to get 10% off your tickets. You see James Lyons Weiler. Speaking of James with iPad, mm. I'm going to be doing a lecture, I think, at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern tonight for iPad. Tonight. On copper. Right. Scientific presentation on copper. You guys don't want to miss it. I, I wish I knew how to link to it. I just don't. But we had uh, Dr. James Lyons Weiler on last week. He, he described it. I just can't remember everything. But this event's going to be sensational. So Atlanta area, February. 22nd through 25th. Want to see you there. Now, there will be some upcoming events in March after that. I don't have them up yet, but looks like uh, also April is going to be very busy. Where we'll have a big event, uh, looks like near Clearwater Beach, Florida, with Nutritional Frontiers, a big uh, education event plus, what do you call it, a retreat? By then, February, you all want to be getting to, to, to Clearwater Beach. So that'll be happening in February. Also in February, I'm sorry, in March. I'm sorry, no, in April. Dude, I am so off on the months next year, but we'll get there. There's also a Be Healthy Utah event in April. And that's in Sandy, Utah, just outside. Of, it's basically Salt Lake that I'll be speaking at and broadcasting from. So there's a number of events we're already got on the calendar. If you know of others that you want me to speak at, let me know. Let us know. We'll see if we can get there and broadcast and tell, you, tell the world about them. And there we go. So the article in question, and I don't, I don't think I want to spend a lot of time because I was kind of... Well, I went, I went places that I didn't intend to in the second hour about, you know, so-called waking up. What does that mean? What does that entail? But the wrong kind of waking up is called hashtag woke. Brownstone Institute reporting that woke is the handmaiden of totalitarianism. And, and they're always so, I call it heady. I mean, it's very well-researched. It's very mentally oriented and it's good. It's, it's good historical perspective. We talk about uh, a quote from philosopher Hannah Arendt here in this article. The humanity of the insulted and injured has never yet survived the hour of liberation by so much as a minute. This does not mean that it is insignificant, for in fact, it makes insult and injury endurable. But it does mean that in, that in political terms, it is absolutely irrelevant. Talking about issues of brotherhood. We, we have seen the worst oppressive measures in the COVID era than just about any other time in our lifetime, most of us. There's a book called a The Road to Oh, it is. Yeah, it always is. The Road to Fascism. This guy that wrote it, Elmer, says that Western societies are now rapidly heading towards fascist totalitarianism, 
powered by the fourth industrial revolution. Guess what? WEF. This is communism and socialism and collectivism. It's not real capitalism. It's not free markets doing this. It's the corruption of those things, certainly, that have contributed to it. But for those on the political left thinking it's the Republicans, and for those on the political right thinking it's the Democrats, it's the Hegelian dialectic playing everyone. Even after the Soviet Union falled, we had the peace dividend, but no, they were ushering in and sneaking in ways to use the dialectic within America. Pit left versus right, white versus black, red versus yellow. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. To synthesize, to synthesize society in a way that is not organic, but is artificially puppet-stringed into reality by those that know your vulnerabilities, by those that know what frightens you. And what frightened you to give up freedom more than anything else is your fear of death, which in reality is a fear of living. I've talked about that. In fact, I went to my, my daughter's school in their world religions class. I talked about my experience having a near-death experience, an NDE, when I was uh, in sixth grade, how it altered my view of reality significantly. And anybody that has had an NDE, for those of you, most of you in this audience respect and appreciate that you're not this physical body, that this is something you inhabit while you're here. This is just a, a shell you live in. It's a temple. It's a gift of life. But that life goes on beyond the body, that you are a divine spark of creation of God. Soul, let's call it. And in that concept, con context, concept. People are often imprisoned in their own bodies when they're made unwell by the choices that they didn't even know they were making. Like believing in the four food groups or the food pyramid or the myplate.gov, all of these things that poison the body or your modern medical doctor who says it doesn't matter what you eat here, take this pill. Or if you only get this shot, you'll live and you'll be great for it. And all of these things causing a corruption to the metabolic function of the creation of something so amazing, this human body. Sorry, I dropped my mouse. Something so amazing, that corruption of it then traps you, enslaves you to your body where you're not fully free in a body that is just meant to be a vehicle for your ability to experience things in this world at this time, for this period of time, whatever that might be. Yes, it's temporal. Now, I speak of my own experience because my first, what, 24 years of life were suffering through one chronic ailment and illness after another. Young people that don't have, or even middle-aged people that don't have those ailments and illnesses and symptoms all of the time that have to take drugs all of the time just to get by may not know what I'm talking about. But many people now at this point have or are currently experiencing that and trying to find a way out of it. Maybe that's why you listen to or watch the Robert Scott Bell Show or tune into brighteon.tv, et cetera. You want a different way. You want a way out. You feel trapped. You feel enslaved, but you're not sure why or what. And you realize the drugs are a dead end, emphasis on dead, as are the shots. And you try to find a different way. And I talk about the enslavement to the body when it's not well, whereas when that body is fully functional, maybe some of you had that in your youth, maybe you have it now. I've gained it or maybe regained it, but mostly gained it in my adult years because of my journey through the lack of health in childhood, even though I did stuff, I willed myself through stuff. I was active, but I always had ailments and illnesses and sinus and respiratory and skin and connective tissue and inflammation on and on. It goes be careful talking with my hands. Cause I don't like to wear Bluetooth speakers. I just got the wired thing. I just knock them out with my Italian, not Italian hands. You know, I'm using my hands a lot right now to speak. If you're watching, 
I'm animated because the subject means a lot to me. I'm passionate about what I'm saying here. You out, you can't tell, of course. <laughs> but the ailments I came through, the things that I experienced today, the why I'm so passionate about the message that I bring in terms of what to use, like, you know, the cardio miracle. Just something I use every day. What it's done is taking me to the next level of functionality. Now, a lot of people aren't worried about the next level of functionality. They just want to function, period. All right, wherever you're starting, get started in the things we talk about, the whole food nutrients, the, the things that I've discovered work for me. May, in fact, work for you and a lot of people. You might need more, you might need less, you might need something different, but you're here trying to figure it out as I am. And breaking free, you feel it when the body feels great. Do you feel the word free come through? Oh, I feel free in this body, as opposed to, oh, I feel so trapped by this body. Now, I believe our existence is well beyond this body, and we can experience that while it's technically still inhabiting the body, but that's another discussion for another moment. But I'll plant that seed as well as we look at woke being what? The handmaiden for totalitarianism. The kind of awake that they're talking about is one that is really put to sleep by fear, and they call it woke. You're afraid of the fact that you can co-create, that you can create the best life for yourself despite whatever is going on on this planet, that you have powers of co-creation. One of the greatest gifts you've been given by God is imagination, and you can use it to outcreate all of the negativity you perceive or actually may have participated in in this lifetime. And you can go, nope, not anymore. I'm done not interested. They'll try to drag you right back in. They don't like it when you leave, but I urge you not to try and drag people out that don't want to leave it. That was some of the point I was trying to, you know, connect with you, like people that are enslaved and like their status. And if you wake them up, oh my gosh, you are going to be the enemy. You're like, well, what did I do? I was trying to free you. Like, I didn't want to get free. The greatest uh, example of that, simple as it can be, Super Don always loved it when I tell this story about grabbing an old lady by the arm and helping her across the road, and she's beating you with her umbrella or a cane the whole way across, and you're like, lady, what are you doing? I'm trying to help you across the street. You get across the street, and you're like, there's no gratitude at all. And she then communicates to you, I never wanted to go across the street, but you thought I did. You didn't bother to stop and ask. You didn't honor my experience of wanting to be on that side of the street or for those that want to remain enslaved who believe they're not enslaved, who believe they're free. You must allow them. I say must. You might want to try and allow, you might want to allow them to have their illusion. And when they're ready, you're here for them. Now, I, I talk about speaking out and I feel it's very important to speak up and speak out because if you don't at this point in time, you might not have the ability to do so if they have their way. So-called bad guys that want to limit speech, suppress speech. We're finding out a lot about this through the Twitter files. Government colluding directly, not indirectly, no plausible deniability to censor speech, to limit speech, to continue only one narrative when it came to COVID, the biggest play against your, your freedom since 9-11 and what they did to subjugate what was left of the Constitution at that point. I hear that even China, it says there, we're not going to track you anymore on TikTok. Whether you believe them or not, it's a separate story. But the Biden administration has just initiated through executive order fiat, tracking all Americans, watching all Americans, spying on all Americans, and somehow making that constitutional, even though it would never be. And there are significant portions that go, oh, Biden, I'm so just glad that Trump's not there. As if that is the biggest important endeavor ever. Who's president? Only because we've allowed for the centralization of a bureaucracy that our founders warned us, never let it happen. And we did. Now we're dealing with it. So the question is, can you vote the bad guys out, put a, or do you 
do that maybe too, but we also begin to live as free men and women. We don't wait for permission because it was never required, not of government. Perhaps the only thing that needed to grant you permission is yourself because God created you to be free. How you define that, I know that's, again, another philosophical discussion probably we don't have time to go into today, but I'm glad to be communicating this. And for those of you who are still with us and me, congratulations. You're on quite a ride. It's just where I am today. It's Monday. Oh my gosh. Tell me why I don't like Mondays. I don't mind them. Do you? Super Don, do you mind this Monday? Are you doing okay? Let's talk about addiction next, shall we? You up for that? We talked about addiction a little bit last week. And in fact, Sunday we rebroadcast one of our. So friends. you decided on we're going to talk about addiction, that that's when you're going to bring me in, huh? Yeah, well, you've got the experience that I don't have in that realm. I'm addicted to cheesecake. Does that, does mm. that count? No, that one's okay. That one you're That's a sugar about. addiction, maybe. Right. Yeah. If it's organic, I'm just saying. Just saying. Now, um, the addictions, I, I bring that up because we talked about, and you were, you're very candid and forthright about your history with cigarettes mm-hmm. and that addiction and how you finally kicked it. And you were vaping for a while. Now you're not even vaping. And then we had uh-huh. our friend Sean Cohen on with Crave Kicker talking about the velvet bean, the Ayurvedic medicine, so to speak, from a plant, how it has a naturally occurring L-DOPA that gives your, your body that dopamine hit that can help you break the craving for nicotine and other things. And he's got this Crave Kicker, K-R-A-V-E kicker.com. And we are running, he's running a very big special. Normally the best discount you can get is 10%. But through the, is it the 5th of January, he said? January 5th, yeah. RSB 15. Now think about stocking stuffers for everybody. Because if you're addicted to cigarettes or alcohol or on and on it goes, well, the dopamine issue is a real issue. You get this craving, it's uncontrollable. Could you break the cycle if you supply it with that dopamine hit safely with an organic product like this? Yeah. And then you got the physical addiction cornered and done. Now you just got to break the habit. But the hardest part, Superdon, you tell me, is it the physical addiction or is it the habit or is it a little of both? Mm, the first, first few days, it's the physical addiction. Mm-hmm. After that, it's the, the habit okay. is what uh, the psychological part of it. Gotcha. You know, because when you're, when you're smoking, you know, as a smoker, it was just, I, I mean, everybody I, I knew that smoked, mm-hmm. it was like you had a cigarette every time when you got up in the morning, you had a cigarette after you ate every meal, you know, you had a cigarette every time you grabbed a cup of coffee, you know, and it, so it just became a, a habit. It was just a thing, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and it was, it was uncomfortable to do it any other way. But the, the physical part of it, usually you can knock out in, in the first, you know, three or four days. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, it just, it takes a long time for it to, to, to go away. You know, you're still like reaching for something, you know, for, for a very long time. Yeah. But so the, the physical addiction part of it. The physical part is huge. If you have a gen, I've always said this about a genuine desire, a genuine, sincere, right? It's not about, oh, I'm, I'm doing this for somebody else. Like somebody wants me to quit. It really it won't work. come from within. Yeah. I'm going to work. It you won't know, work. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to work and I still do. There are homeopathic remedies that work with addiction. And I'd often get like one spouse saying, Hey, if I drop this homeopathic remedy into my husband's tea, will it help him break the cycle? I was like, no, that's not. It's not happen. a magic potion. No. <laughs> and, and it's not honoring to them either to do that. You want their permission yeah. to work with them that way. But right. this grave kicker is real. And this article 
Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. I think you have it. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm seeing it. Yes. Top 10 addictions and the alarming statistics for the USA. Uh, this is, uh, let's see, let's go through some of these top 10, uh, addictions, illness going hand in hand. Da, da, da. All right. Top 10 addictions that are listed in this article on the natural news. Opiates over 3 million Americans are currently addicted. Opiates. Now I wish that they would transition to something like Kratom. I've seen a lot of people come off of these opiates with the use of Kratom and we have a banner for our friend, John Bush, um, and, um, my brave botanicals to get some Kratom, but just throw that out there. Nicotine. This is more than 50 million Americans addicted to tobacco or vaping products. And that's where Superdon was for a long time. Mm-hmm. Cocaine, more than 2 million Americans addicted. Crystal meth, methamphetamines, over 3 million or maybe up to 3 million addicted, according to these, this article. Sugar. Now that's the big one. Around 250 million Americans overeat sugar daily. That's the, that's a majority, is it not? That's a significant majority of Americans addicted to sugar. I often look at people of faith who, who maybe they, they feel pious because they're not drinking, they're not smoking, they're not having wanton sex parties, and yet they're going and getting sugary sodas and eating cheesecake all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, well, that addiction's okay. Look, I'm not trying to be a judge here. I'm just trying to throw it out and going, all right, you've replaced one with the other. Are any of them really good? You might describe some as worse than others, but hey, the sugar addiction is very real and it's detrimental to your health and your longevity. If you want to be here to see your, your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids go up, grow up that you've got to consider sugar addiction is real. And I would say chromium deficiency is number one on that list. And that is why I've worked with the pancreas homeopathically with, um, well, various remedies, iris and lycopodium, but we talk about chromium. Get that from choosetobehealthy.com, by the way, the whole food chromium vanadium combination for glucose sugar balance. Use the code RSB5. That's choosetobehealthy.com. All right, what other addictions? COVID vaccines. That's an interesting one. Approximately 227 million Americans are fully vaccinated, if that's a real number. COVID and uh, for COVID and maybe addicted forever as their immune system becomes reliant on booster. Oh, I understand the context, context now. Um, this has been revealed as well. And uh, Del Bigtree has talked about this, that they admit now that they have supplanted natural immunity so that it made humanity addicted to these injections because they don't have their own natural immunity anymore, which is not an excuse for doing more. How about we reestablish natural immunity like we do here on the Robert Scott Bell Show? Artificial sweeteners, another addicting uh, component. These are consumers who drink more than three diet drinks a day. And some of these pious religious people do that, poisoning their bodies, their temple. I'm like, dude, cognitive dissonance, anyone? Three diet drinks a day or snack containing aspartame, sucralose, saccharin, neotame, A-sulf-K. And then this one. Oh, my gosh. Video games. Video games. Over 200 million Americans play video games. Approximately 7 million are addicted. Super D, have you heard the stories? I think we've covered them occasionally where people that died just playing a video game 24, 36, 48 hours, and they didn't even Yes. In fact, I, the one that comes to mind was one, I think this was in like South Korea or Japan or something like yeah. that, where they have those internet cafes where people go and they play the video games. And people literally, they will sit there uh, and just fall out of the chair dead mm-hmm. because they've been sitting there for so long and playing the game, not so, drinking, not eating. not uh, Before video games, was there an equivalent to video game? Addiction? I don't know. It's kind of a different way to find I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, what was before? Uh, like uh, board games? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But you were actually interacting with other people. Pinochle. I died for Pinochle. Uh, yeah. 
Rin Jim uh, and, Rummy. Uh, and there's pornography. 10% of Americans uh, meet that classification of porn addict. And then alcohol. That's a huge one. 14 million Americans, about one in every 13 abuse alcohol or considered alcohol. Now, speaking of video games, yeah. I, saw, I saw this article earlier today. Mm -hmm. And it, this, this is a tough one. Because I understand there are there are addictions that take place, but apparently uh, a couple of parents are filing a lawsuit saying that their kids are addicted to this particular video game. It's called Fortnite. Very popular. Scroll down. Let me see the images there. Fortnite. Okay. Yeah, very very popular. It's been around for for several years. Um, but it says here uh, the lawsuit has been filed in Canada by parents who say their kids are addicted to the video game Fortnite. Mm -hmm. And as you scroll down here, you you uh, you see the details here. It says your parents say their kids are so addicted mm -hmm. that they don't take care of regular everyday hygiene, such as showering. Ugh. Bad enough. Wow. Uh, some kids are so dependent on Fortnite, they have stopped eating and sleeping. That sounds So they're bad. not eating, they're not sleeping, and they're not showering. You know, uh, I look at this, and I, and I know addiction is a real thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but these are kids. And I'm just thinking, where are the parents in this situation? I mean, is it... Can you not, like... like Unplug the Xbox yeah. or or uh, parents. Uh, you're grounded or mm -hmm. something. I mean, when your kid won't eat or take a shower, I'm thinking I there's a take something else, but good. Take a there, shower. There, take a shower. shower. Yes, thank you. Uh, is there is there a lack of parenting going on here? Maybe. Maybe. Or, remember, or am I being too am I being too critical here? No, government has supplanted parenting though because the cost of government got so high that you couldn't have one parent stay home and watch the kids. So they're just so being, are we back to remember the, you know the the eighties the Gen Xers are mm -hmm. considered the latchkey kids yeah um is that what we're seeing here is that these are latchkey kids that don't have any parental supervision because the parents are having to work I wonder I I guess I guess I could see that that's one way to look at it it's either that or the woke parents are so afraid of Elon Musk in his tweets that or they. they yeah, or or the kids are the ones that are in charge in that situation right. which kids can be very difficult I understand but. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to draw a line somewhere. I think it's <laughs> the point. You do have to be a parent. All right. Now, with that, as we wrap up here, a few more minutes, and then we'll go we into the bonus round. Two and a half minutes left. For those of you uh, listening or watching at robertscottbell.com or other uh, on, uh, social media, we'll, we'll do a 60-second uh, pause at the end of the show and then come back for the uh, bonus round. Elon Musk tweets one of the most profound tweets he's ever tweeted. <laughs> he tweeted this. My pronouns are prosecute. Slash Fauci. Holy moly. Um, and, and people are going. There we go. But Hotez, Peter Hotez is ap decidedly apoplectic saying he is attacking Dude. science. It's, it's, it's more of a, what do we As call that? I have got, I've got some, we've got two minutes here. I think I can yeah. pull this off. I had to name these clips, certain things. So, so this first one here, I named this, uh, let's see. This is uh, Hotez QAnon. This is what he says. Dozens of these this morning, an unprovoked and expanded wave of aggression against the scientists. It's coming from those expressing allegiance to the far right. Election deniers and QAnon adherents. It's terrible. I'm like, okay, not everybody who uh, thinks that you're a douche and, and Fauci is too, uh, uh, is a QAnon adherent. But yeah. all right, so then, so then I go, went to this next one. This one I called Hotez Pappy. Okay. He says, we're, we're a nation built on science and technology. As my dad, 
Eddie Hotez, who fought in Okinawa, Saipan, Philippines in World War II, would say, the scientists and engineers are the real American patriots, not those who promote anti-science aggression and devalue life for personal gain. Really? Wow. Really? Did his dad say that? As my pappy used to say, the scientists and engineers are the real American patriots. But here's the best one here. Okay. This This is Peter Hotez, the narcissist, coming through. Right. And that he can't help himself on this, right? Yeah. Because somebody, you can see he's responding. Somebody, uh, Elon says the branch Covidians are upset, LOL. <laughs> and what does he say? Yes. He says, this is unnecessary. So sh- show some respect for those of us who worked tirelessly in the pandemic to help humanity. I didn't sleep for three years to help make a low-cost, patent-free vaccine technology for the world, communicating to the nation three to ten, ten times daily to keep American families safe. Oh. Oh, what boo- a f- yeah. Oh, boo-hoo, Hotez. By the way, you need some supercharged antioxidants. Check out Folium PX, F-O-L-I-U-M-P-X.com. We'll be back for the bonus round in just about 60 seconds because the power to heal is yours. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. back yeah here we are you get carried away easily super don like well as my pappy used to say yeah oh no do you think this this one dude this is the one that's most telling for me Mm -hmm. because he cannot help himself he is constantly patting himself on the back and you know yeah in a response here because i mean look here here, you know he was responding to elon musk being snarky uh, and people aren't, weren't prepared for this or used to this, that Elon Musk coming up and making tweets like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, they weren't expecting this, which makes it even funnier. Because he's catching so many people off guard, and there's, there's overreacting and falling around, you know, bursting into flames because he's, he's active on Twitter. Jack Dorsey didn't do this. Elon, Elon, you know, he owns the damn thing. He can get on there and tweet if he wants to. Oh, yeah. that's so unbecoming of a CEO of Twitter. I cannot believe you are doing this. It's like, shut up. Yeah. You know, this is the snark that Twitter is known for. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if Elon Musk is better at it than you. Yeah. So he writes this, the branch, calls them the branch Covidians. You know, okay, so how does Peter Hotez react? Does he go, you, that's not fair. You know, you're being, a, 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 whatever. No, he takes the opportunity to wax poetic about how, what a, a, a savior and, and he was during the pandemic and all the hard work that he did. And he doesn't even does it in detail. It's like, he, you know, it's like, why didn't you just do a tweet of your resume? You know, it would have been the same thing. I'm not, I'm not even joking. That's what this is. This shows you why Peter Hotez is in the profession that he's in. Because most of these guys, they, all they want to do is pat each other on the back and talk about how great they are. And when somebody goes to respond in a tweet like this, and their reaction is, let me now list all of the great things that I've done. I, I mean, the dude is, I mean, we've talked about narcissists on this show before. This guy is mm-hmm. the biggest narcissist of all. Yeah, I mean, this is worse than Fauci. Fauci doesn't respond in tweets like this. He's tweeted on Twitter before. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you saw Fauci go to sit there and list off all of his accomplishments in, rea- in, in response to a, a snarky tweet? How sad is it that you're comparing him? The Fauci as Fauci. Well, the it's guy, a it's true amazing. comparison. It's wow. a fair comparison. And Fauci sucks. Yeah, exactly. Okay? 
I know. You know, here you got this lower level Fauci wannabe guy in Texas mm-hmm. that really wants everybody to know how awesome he is. And please buy my book, by the way. Yeah. You know, that, that's that's what he's all about. He, there is not a show he will not be on. Yeah. He would be on Nickelodeon. I mean, if they called him. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's whatever. He will appear on any and every show that he possibly can mm-hmm. because he loves to watch himself and have people go, oh, Peter Hotez. You're so great. I stand beside you from this anti-science aggression. And, you know, and every time somebody does that, he's like, oh, thank you. And he retweets it so yeah. everybody can see somebody saying something nice about him. Mm-hmm. Makes me insane. I was, well, you know, I, I, I stopped even watching his Twitter because it was so frustrating, but, you right. know, had to today. So. Uh, I just want to speak in a tweet. I want to read a tweet from Michael Bolden. He says, yeah. if at 10th Amendment, which is the 10th Amendment Center, Refused to use platforms where we strongly disagreed with the politics of the owner or owners. We'd use none. Unlike the idiots who do the I hate, whatever, Musk. So I'm out of here. Our goal is to reach people, whether the people running the platforms like our message or not. That's our philosophy as well, isn't it, Super D? We pretty much go where we are able to go to get the message out, to share what we believe and uh, it's not about like, oh, we disagree with the owner, so we're not going to use your platform to reach people who might be benefited by the message we're sending. Yeah, well, I mean, why not? Yeah, but we're we're not on Spotify. We're not on yeah. YouTube because they didn't want us. And that's okay. We didn't. We don't miss them. them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just got a message, as you saw from Marge. She says we're not on Twitch today, or I don't know what's going on with Twitch. Do you know? I noticed that it wasn't in there as far as on the Twitch. Uh, Twitch apparently, yeah. You should be. Well, if you look at, um, you know, when you send out messages through the chat room on uh, Restream, I don't think Twitch is coming up. That's the yellow one, wasn't it? Oh, no, you're talking about DLive. DLive okay. is having some type of issue. Yeah, I don't know okay. what's going on with that. So, yes, we are not on DLive. Um, I have tried several times to figure out how to get that to work on DLive okay. again. But so The purple one is Twitch? The purple one is Twitch. Okay, so Marge is saying it's not on, but she's actually messaging us through twitch that's weird okay well hold on it should be working hold on i'm gonna test it right now yeah in the meantime our buddy dawn she says how do you get through the long cold winter months successfully well dawn don't you go out there and uh uh, what do they call that cross-country ski that's one of the things exercise is important but yeah the lack of uh, sun exposure can be can be a bummer Absolutely. So for me, part of my um, strategy is the far infrared sauna you see behind me, right? The Synergy sauna or uh, the relaxed sauna, whatever. I have one of each, but you know, they're portable, they're easy to use, move around. And that helps me get through it. And, and of course, travel a bit, you know, if you can, and Dawn, you're able to travel as a, a flight attendant, I think. So that's, you see it on Twitch. That's Twitch right there. Okay, so Marge, it seems to be working on Twitch. I don't know why you don't see it, but you are messaging us on Twitch. And we're still going out on LinkedIn and you said mm-hmm. now rumble as well as live. You sent me a rumble uh, video from a year ago, like January of this year earlier. It's it the like, one that you made on how to nebulize silver. You were with me on that one. Cause we lost the original uh, one on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. And so we put that up there and it's like, got, I don't know, a lot. 171,000 views. I saw that. I was just like, what? Yeah. That's impressive. Hmm. We don't we get do that many on just our regular episodes, but apparently how to nebulize silver was real popular. Yeah, we need to do some more how-to stuff. I guess. 
Dawn does cross-country ski. She uses herbal tea. Homemade gluten-free muffins helps as well. Yeah, whatever gets you through the winter. Yeah, Marge, it's your connection, probably. Not blaming you, but it worked for us. So, uh, Christine says the sauna. Yep. By the way, our next AMA is when? It's uh, the 27th of 7th, December. I believe. Yeah. We're planning, unless something changes, to do a you know a retool uh, during the last week of the calendar year 2023. Well, so we might be doing a lot of encores, although that week we are committed to do our AMA, a Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific of yeah. uh, December. So if you're not part of that crowd, please join us on Patreon. And I, I, I'm again going to send out an email personally to invite those that are not, for whatever reason, on Patreon, but have donated to us be able to get the board and the equipment, the stand-up desk that Super Don's fi finally using it. So great to see. Also, I got uh, a 30-foot cable uh, extender for USB to so because that thing, we were donated money so I could get another uh, HD camera mm -hmm. to have a backup. So like during the, the bonus round, I could be back there sitting on a comfy chair, relaxing and chilling in the bonus round. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm close to being ready to be able to do that. And I'm curious just to say how, and I'm not sure I've not done it tested it but i'm real excited to try that as well so we'll have the occasional we'll call them casual robert scott bell show days or bonus rounds and so thank you for all your contributions to make that possible very 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 much appreciated uh crave kicker of course 15 percent off that's what we're talking about in regards to the addiction k-r-a-v crave kicker with a k uh dot com 15 off with the rsb 15 code uh, i mentioned folium px our friend babry we're trying to get on some of the people that have been helped by it. This is a antioxidant of, you know, Chernobyl level response, uh, radiational uh, uh, oxidation, stress, things like that. Uh, Folium PX, Superdon has the banner up for that as well. And some of you have, have gotten the commemorative uh, coins, if you will. They're called that, the Health Freedom Commemorative Silver Rounds. Thank you, everybody that's donated. That's a way where you can donate and actually have something that's special, a limited edition thing to hold on to. Uh, to remember, and we're grateful for you doing that. That's a nice gift for the holidays as well. Um, that's the uh, Health Freedom coin. Red Pill Expo tickets still available for June, and you can still access the one we just had as well. Uh, there's a wish list Super Don put out for those that want to donate directly. We got our friends with the, uh, uh, the Zeolite as well as, uh, what was the other product there? Small, I can't Fulvic see. Fulvic Minerals. Fulvic Minerals, humic acid. Is that, is that in here? Let me put it full screen here. Yeah, thanks. That helps. For, yeah. for the old people. Everybody extra go. and the Fulvic Minerals Plus. That's in a colloidal state. So that's really cool. All right. What yeah. else we got here? Sovereign Copper. Copper. We got Health, Health Ranger Store. PMA, United Precious Metals Association. There's the uh, CBD, Organic from Nutritional Frontier. This is one we haven't talked about yet. That's right. For those of you who want to interact and, and have a, a way to uh, really interact, let's say you're in the system. You know, there are a few people in the, in our audience, not as many, I don't know, that are in that so-called Federal Reserve Note system, banking system, and you want to have a way to interact and convert however the rules apply with to gold and silver. Um, this group has done it. I met them. In fact, uh, the wife of the guy who I know because he he's the biggest promoter, his family, of the uh, Laetrile B-17, the apricot kernels or seeds. And they connected with us at, and Kevin at the... Uh, uh, reawaken america tour and we've been talking about another way for those that you know don't want to do gold backs or something Man, i don't know they're so far in the system they want a way to convert and that that system makes it easy we'll, we'll get somebody on to talk about that as well 
Um, then there's uh, choose to be healthy.com. There's cardio miracle. Of course, there's a silver right pillow, by the way, $99 with the code RSB 22 up until Christmas. And if you buy one or more, we're going to enter you into a drawing after Christmas to give away another pillow, 149 retail value for 99 and use the code RSB 20 when you go to silver right global. And there's the banner there. Uh, use the code RSB 20 to use on any or all of their products at 20% off. But the big deal is the pillow, which we love so much. Uh, let's see what else. Trinity school, we got the Stockton Alla one. We'll get some changes coming up to, to uh, synergy. We'll have to tell you about soon. Nope. We'll get the echo water. There's all right. Sovereign so, silver. Yeah. There's your book. Lots of fun. That's still up there. Yeah. All of this to help, you know, keep us rocking and rolling with you two hours. Gold backs. Week. Yeah. Patreon.com. Yeah. RSB oh. five there. Okay. All right, so what else we got as we're wrapping up here? I, I've got to be on IPAC with uh, uh, James Lyons-Weiler, Dr. Jack, today. I'm going to do a variation of my copper presentation uh, to that scientific community. I don't know how, I wish, I mean, it's not like I didn't pay attention, but, man, there's a lot we talked about with Dr. Jack when he was on last week, and I'm sure it was in there somehow if you go to the website to find out how you can be part of that. I'm sure it'll go into the round, so to speak. So you can even, if you're not catching it live, that you can watch it later. So, and it's on rumble. Yeah. Every episode is on rumble on our rumble channel. Yeah. So you can go um, back here's a couple, that. here's an announcement. Tomorrow will be the second episode. I'm working on it now of, um, stay at home, mom, Stay at home, mom, Leslie Goodgesell. She's going to, she's going to be better. Huh? She's better than us. I think she's better than us. Yeah. That's okay. Better looking for sure. I don't, I don't pretend to be the best at everything. Hmm. Um, and then uh, I don't know for sure if it's starting this Thursday or not, but check this out. You haven't seen this yet. What's that? The Preacher and the Polish Girl podcast every Thursday. Wow. With your host, Mark and Ula Tinsley. I heard the yep. opening to it. It's going to be great. Yep. So that will be happening soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, I still need to get in touch with a couple other people that we're going to be adding to the Robert Scott Bell podcast network. Great. And I, um, yeah, I don't know. Still, still wrapping my head around what exactly we'll do with that. Well, we'll see if it gets more popular. Hold mm -hmm. on. And again, looking for interns that could turn into paying jobs and or launches into a career that you didn't. Well, you know what, Robert, here's, yeah. here's actually an update on that. I hadn't talked to you about either. Okay. I uh, was sitting there talking with my wife about it mm -hmm. in the kitchen mm -hmm. last night. Kitchen table conversations. And, you know, doing the the, the, the conversation I have with her every once in a while. It's fairly mm -hmm. regular, you know, yeah. about, God, here we go. You know, I got this, this, and that, and whatever. Oh, and and I, 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 I can't confirm this yet, but it looks like uh, I may end up helping out Shemaine Nugent with her podcast. I, I got a response from her today. Is that right? Uh, yeah. She so reached out I, to you and said, I wish I I'm, had a super Don. <laughs> I'm going to talk to her tomorrow and find out what the details of things are and see if there's there's a way to, to do something. But apparently she's looking for somebody to help her out. Was so. your wife concerned that Shemaine Nugent's reaching out to you? No, 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 she wasn't. But, you know. That was a great interview. We love Shemaine. It was. It was. So anyway, I'm having this conversation with my wife, and I'm just like, it, in fact, it was the Shemaine Nugent thing that, that sparked it. And I was just like, I need to find somebody that, you know, could, could take some of this work so I can work on these other projects. Mm -hmm. And my son. Yeah. Don, Don, Super Don. Junior? The younger. 
Uh, Super Donnie does become Super Donnie. He is he is Don the Third. Um, Anyway, he was just like, you know, you got to show me how to do like some of that stuff. I can, you know, do that on the side and make a few bucks or whatever. And I'm like, okay, okay, sure, why not? Why not? So family, if we can, yeah. So anyway, so I'm going to start working with him on it tomorrow. So he may end up actually being able to take uh, some of the load off and some of the stuff that i'm doing so okay i didn't think he'd be interested because he's works you know and he does the whole thing and and stuff like that but he overheard heard me talk us talking and he's just like hey well i could do it so that's that may that may be the uh that may be the answer right there Mm -hmm. well we're open leslie says nice super don squared yes (laughs) i suppose you could say it that way right don't call my dad was the first i'm the second and he's the third but who's junior is it well, I was junior until I had my son. Then it then it switches to second and third. Oh, I didn't know that. So you're like yeah. junior, and then when you have a son and name him the same, then you're the second. Correct. So now it sounds that. like royalty. Yep. That's the rule? I did not know that. That's how it works. Seriously. That's wild. Never knew that. Yep. So anyway, let me see if there's anything else here. Do-do-do-do. I think that's all I've got. What do we got going on tomorrow? Let's take a look. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, Dr. Michael, Michael Carfelt. Oh, hey, Carfelt Center. We've had him on. The before. Carfelt Center uh, mm-hmm. in hour one. And mm-hmm. tomorrow, oh, tomorrow's the day when Dr. Todd Frisch is on from Trinity School of Natural Health. Really? Todd, yeah. it's amazing. I sent him pictures and he told me everything about me that I didn't want to know. No, he just confirmed. <laughs> he confirmed good things, and, and and it's a cool system. I'm telling you, the facial diagnosis is awesome. So y'all are gonna dig this. And if you're a healthcare provider already, you might want to plug into what he's got going on. He's got a an app that he's developed as well. So we'll talk about that. Also, uh, promote Trinity School of Natural Health. Uh, Todd's always participated. In we the, have got dude. This is cool. I just yeah. record. I just realized who this is. Jennifer Sharp is gonna be back on the show tomorrow or on Wednesday. Jen is coming back. Jennifer that, Sharp is book. Jennifer Sharp films. Anecdotal um, movie. Uh, Anecdotalsmovie.com. Yep. And we watched her movie that she filmed in Mexico. That was kind of cool. Uh, That's cool. Shoot, uh, that was that was a great interview. Yeah. So Jeffrey uh, Smith is going to be back on Thursday. Jeffrey's coming back already. Jeffrey Smith. It's been a while. So we'll talk in hour two. Updates on yeah. danger of GMOs. Yep. Got some good stuff. The institute. What is it? The institute. Uh, what? Okay. Uh, Institute for Responsible Technology. IRT. Technology, that's yeah. right. IRT. Yep. Yeah. And then Friday will be a travel day for you, so we'll do an encore on uh, Friday. Okay. Now, in this thing, Jennifer sent us a link to watch which movie? Anecdotal's movie? When? Recently? Uh, she says, I'm working on clips. It's in that email I just saw from Kevin to you and me. Uh, working on clips today, so I hope to get you a few more options by the end of the day. But for now, here's a link to the working trailer that you can download and clip if you need. So that might be something we can play a little bit when we have Jen on the show. Do you see that? Okay. Yeah, I see, yeah, I see it now. Yep. All right. So let's uh, sign off for the day. Thank you all for being with us today. Thank you for indulging me in whatever I let loose on today. And, you know, very special thank you to our, our new friend here, Julie Wentz. Uh, and again, we had that website linked up, freedom-health. I think that is freedom-healthcare.com. Yeah, dot, dot US. I'm sorry, freedom US. I'm looking at my notes. So thank you to Julie for being on board. And we'll uh, sign off. God willing, we'll be back here less than 22 hours from now. 
Have a good day, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye.